Good morning, everyone. Welcome to today's edition of AM Minnesota. We're going to find out about the Light of Hope Cancer Foundation. They're having an event coming up on September 30th at Central Park in Faribault. You will want to be there. I don't know who's in charge of the weather, but I guess we'll find out. Tomorrow, Chief John Sherwin, Faribault Police Chief, will be our guest. Friday, our Fire Chief, Dusty Deanst, will be our guest on Friday's AM Minnesota show. So... We're looking forward to visiting with these uh, young ladies in studio. We've got Gail and we've got Lani, and they're here to tell us all about the Light of Hope Cancer Foundation. Gail, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having us on. Not a problem. This started, what, two years ago, the foundation? Actually, last year. Yeah, we, we did our normal Relay for Life, which had taken place for 30 years, and then we started this new foundation last year as well well i thought it was two years ago am i right on that two years ago uh, no we actually became our a 501c3 nonprofit april of last year 2022 yes yep. so there was no relay in 2022 we did a relay and then and transitioned at that point throughout the the last half of last year so we transitioned after that so this will be our first annual celebration that we're planning for for in a couple weeks oh okay I'm off a year. Well, that's, that's right. right. We had Relay for Life for 30 years. I know. Very successful. No. Raised over $2.5 million. And so now what we've done is we started this new foundation. And um, this is going to be our first annual celebration. We chose to move it into September with cooler temperatures because August was always so hot. So we're going to have it September 30th um, in Central Park from 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. We're going to do our traditional luminary walk. We have a lot of other things taking place. But we have a lot of other great events that are coming that that day. We will have live music from 4 to 10. We'll have food trucks. We'll have games. It's it's going to be a great event. We're really excited about everything that's new and going forward with this. Yes. So how has it gone with Light of Hope Cancer Foundation? Great. We've had such great response. Light of Hope, all the money stays local. So people who are seeking treatment at our local facility um, can apply for help, money help, um, whether it's helping with an electric bill or a mortgage payment. Maybe they need help providing Thanksgiving dinner because they're down to one income family now or none for that matter. So all the money does stay local, which is the biggest point that we want to make with this new foundation. Yeah. Well, I mean, nothing wrong with the American Cancer Society. Exactly. They've done great things, yes. But... I see a big benefit being all local too, right? Absolutely. Knowing that you can help your own community and where your funds are has has been huge. I'm sure that's the number one selling point. Yeah, it is. So many great sponsors. I mean, so many businesses have sponsored us, carrying through from Relay for Life into this light of hope. So we've got a lot of great responses from businesses. And now with this celebration that we have coming up, the luminaries have been coming in, which has been great. We'll continue to sell those all the way through the event. So continue to get luminaries. The State Bank of Fairbow, Alina Clinic also has the bags there. You can buy and make them yourself or we're happy to do it for you. How much are they? They're $10 a piece, no price change. So don't forget you can still purchase luminaries online as well. Yeah. Is that going well yeah, online? Yeah, it's been going pretty good. It's slower, you know, something new. We've never done that before, but it's like everything. Got to go electronic, so it's been going well. Yeah, yeah, I guess. You can tell I'm an old guy. <laughs> I'm great. I'm gl- I'm glad to hear you're having such a great response to this. 
Which are wonderful. And we are looking forward to next Saturday on the 30th and hope everybody can make it out. That's right. At Central Park again, folks. Remember the relay used to be on the fairgrounds. Central Park, you don't have to walk as far. You have luminaries around the park. Yeah, and then there's that big X of sidewalk in the middle of the park. So we're just going to see how many luminaries we have and kind of decide what works best. We're going to have raffle baskets where you buy a raffle ticket and you put it towards whichever basket you want. So we're asking for donations on the raffle baskets. So if someone wants to put a basket together and donate it to us, we'll certainly accept that as well. Uh, Survivors. they We need to get all the survivors signed up. Um, You can do that online on our website as well. And because um, we want to honor those as well, we'll do a there's a survivor reception. I believe it's from four to about six thirty. So that's been held every year as well. So we're bringing a lot of the old tra- traditions from previous into this new one, but adding some new fun stuff. You doing the rings thing for the survivor years? No, I don't think we'll be doing the rings. It gets to be too hard, and and so we're trying to minimize a little bit. But sure. the survivors are going to be spoiled. They're they got a nice gift bag that they're getting and a nice reception. So, but. Somebody will keep track of how many survivor years you have, oh, that yeah. sort of thing? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I always thought that was interesting to know. That's why we're doing this, right? Mm-hmm. We want more survivors. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. It'd be nice to find a cure and not have to do this. For sure. <laughs> right? Definitely, definitely. That's what I hope and dream of is finding a cure. Let's get that opening market report. That'll cure what ails you. Courtesy of your KDHL Agri Boosters, they include Northland Buildings, quality post-frame construction. Head to northlandbuildings.com. Craig Keller at the Keller Insurance Agency Nearstrand. He helps protect all things that are near and dear to you. And 321 Fence, Faribault, specializing in top quality fences for residential and commercial properties. 321FenceINC.com. 321FenceINC. Dot com. Soybeans are lower, corn's higher, cattle and hogs are mixed. I'm John Perkins with a Brownfield Market Update. With uh, Take your corn yields to the max with superior genetics and next-level performance. Explore one-of-a-kind hybrids from MX Series Corn by Stein. Learn more at steinseed.com. Soybeans are down. Harvest activities ongoing with only minor delays expected in some areas into the weekend. Anecdotal yields are a little bit disappointing, though, following the hot, dry finish to the season. November beans are down four and a quarter at 1311 and a quarter. January's four and a half lower at 1327 and a quarter. October bean meals up $4.50 at 396. October bean oils down 103 at 6073. Corn's up, watching harvest activity, the probable near-term delays, and yield results. Export demand slow, and domestic cash sales have been limited, with some waiting for higher prices. December corn's up two at 478 and a quarter, and March is two and a quarter higher at 492 and three quarters. And wheat has turned mixed after a higher start. It is oversold and due for a bounce overall, but export demand for U.S. wheat's slow, and there is some rain in the forecast for parts of the U.S. plains. December Chicago is three and three quarters higher at 587 and three quarters. Cotton and rice are mostly lower on spread trade. Uh, December cotton's down 20 at 87.32. November rice is eight lower at 15.95. Live and feeder cattle are mostly lower, waiting for the week's direct business to get going. October lives down 32 at 185.35. December's 40 lower at $190.07. October feeders are down 12 at 259.22. November feeders are 85 lower at 264.17. 
And hogs are mixed with continued uncertainties about demand, both for exports and domestic demand as the grilling season comes to a close. October's 22 lower at 84.62 and December leans 12 higher at 76.37. John Perkins. Brown AM Minnesota on the Mighty 920 KDHL. All right, your opening market report also a service of T&W Towing, your air cushion recovery experts, and Community Co-op Oil Association, where everyone is welcome to be part of the company. They've been local since 1925. Believe it or not, I have not been around since 1925. Nor has KDHL Radio. We're celebrating our 75th year here this year. The Mighty 920 went on the air in 1948. I know my guests today weren't around in 1925 either. They weren't around in 1948 either. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> right, Gail <laughs> and Lonnie? Appreciate you coming on today and getting us educated about Light of Hope. And the whole idea behind this originally was to keep everything local, right? Yes. You know, we did a lot, 30 years with Relay for Life, and that was great. It was through American Cancer Society. But we've kind of found that some changes were necessary, so we formulated the foundation late last year, or, well, early last year, and um, where all the money stays local. So we've had such great outpouring. And, you know, part of it will go back to research as well, because that is ultimately how you find cures. So part of it will go back to that as well. So... But our main goal is to make sure that we're taking care of our community and families that need a little extra help and support. So have you gone through this at all personally? With family members, I have uh, friends, um, but myself personally, no, I have not. It's still tough, even if it's a family member or a friend. It is tough, and I think that cancer has hit most people at some point in time in their life, whether it is a family member or friends, coworkers. Unfortunately, it's everywhere, it's all around, and it's hard on most people. Yeah. I was relating to you ladies before we hit the airwaves. The last Easter, my sister, my older sister, was diagnosed with liver cancer, stage four. So she's undergoing aggressive chemotherapy, even as we speak, I think. It's tough. It's tough. And it's so hard to see people and to hear their stories. And you kind of forget, you know, if they have a family... Maybe they now they're down to one income households or none. We have a couple of people that have applied for help that had no income anymore because they're you know they had to go through treatments and such. So any little bit that we can help is huge. You've seen it in your family, Gail. We or? have had a little bit. I'm very fortunate. I haven't had a lot of family scenarios, but although my aunt was just recently diagnosed and I had a good friend um, my age diagnosed, so you know you're going through those things and it's just like wow, it really does hit you. Like what can I do to help? And it's kind of cool that you're able to help in everyday things. Absolutely. Which you noted earlier, right? Yep. You're down to one income, maybe help for a week in groceries. All of us kind of take that for granted. Oh, yeah. We had a family that had a young a young child, two, I think two young children, and they were down to um, a half a paycheck because one of them worked part-time. And they just, I mean, brand new baby type scenario. And they, you need, I can't even imagine the amount of money that you spend on a brand new baby, you know, diapers, et cetera. So if we can help out in that respect and just give them a little peace that way, it's going to help their treatments be in a positive manner to know that there's some help out there. Yeah. They tell me formula is like gold right now. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. I can, I mean, I, we barely made it when we bought it for our kids like a long time ago. So how did you come up with the name Light of Hope? Well, you know, that's a hard one, I guess, to think back about it. Uh, we 
kind of sat around and threw around names and different ideas, and this one came about and kind of just stuck. It's kind of, you know, we, we want to be the light of hope, to help others, to give hope, you know, where, where needed. Um, I think it has a great ring to it. Yeah. I don't think there's any question. No. No. But other names were thrown out. Yeah, you know, we can't, we said, what, what is it? What, what is our goal? And we said, we want to give hope. We, you know, we want to be the light. You know, it's just, you kind of just threw a bunch of words together, sort of. And, and, you know, and of course we had to stick away from other organizations that are, right. you know, you can't, can't have the same name and stuff. So we, we took a few weeks at it. it. It took several weeks of really deciding. And then we had one gal that was on our committee that um, came up with the logo for us and stuff. So it was kind of a conglomeration of a lot of different ideas. You're going to have shirts? Yeah, we do. Actually, the Star Sports it has our logo, and we they have an online website that they, you can actually order from. They've got T-shirts, long-sleeve shirts, sweatshirts, zip-up shirts, caps. They have a whole bunch of things. And so people are encouraged to go to Star Sports, and you can order through them. It's on our website. And so we'll have a few to sell at our event, see how they go over. And if people do like them, they can certainly order them afterwards as well. Yeah. Now, I, I forget the name. Is it I Love My Melon? Yeah. We we don't have anything with that logo, but um. I but was yeah. at a college doing a Carleton College basketball game in Wisconsin, and the school was having a, I love my melon thing. They were selling these hats. I you know that's a cancer thing, right? I love my melon. Yeah, I think it is. And I so think that's I, where it started. I bought one of the stocking caps. Yeah. Because it's for a good cause. Yeah, right? yeah. We could easily do those type of campaigns throughout the year, so it might good idea. Well, I mean, uh, I, the Light of Hope mm-hmm. Foundation, it's a good way to get the word out, too, right? Exactly. People walking around with the logo on their shirt or their cap, and somebody goes, what's that? And you can explain, hey, this is a local. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, local. You know, and, and also just a reminder that, so Star Sports does have our logo. So if there is other merchandise that you've picked up or whether it's a, you have a new Yeti tumbler and you want to take that in, you can have all that um, engraved down at Star Sports as well. Yeah. You know, and we have this big event. This is our first annual big event. We've done um, bubbles, bottles, and brew. It's kind of like a wine and beverage tasting. We had that um, March, April-ish. And then we'll have Crush Cancer in November where all those, everything is tied to this, where all the money goes into this foundation. And so, you know, looking at, but our biggest plug is all year long, we want to keep it in, in people's minds. Yep. So we might come up with different other little things throughout the year to, you know, fundraise for and such but this is our biggest one to start with so when you're getting toward the end of the year and you're thinking you might need some tax write-off exactly your taxes we'd be happy to be there keep in mind light of hope foundation yes i know last year on my birthday i asked people to give to the light of hope i've been doing that for the last several years i did wounded warrior project one year i did suicide prevention one year and then uh this was a natural i thought yeah this is even before my sister was diagnosed. Exactly. And that was great. I think we raised, I don't know, close to $500 from that one event, which is huge. I mean, that's that's helping a lot of different people. Yeah. Well, my goal was 1000 so that's not good. I, I kicked in 100 I thought 10% was pretty good. Very good. I like that. Thank it's you. We appreciate gotta, it. Yes. Well, we got to get more people to donate. Yeah. Gosh, well, we were, we're new. And that's our biggest thing. Coming on the radio with you here, here today, help get the word out. The more we can do, the better. Yeah. The more... The merrier. So where can I get the shirts? Star Trophy? Star, uh, yeah, Star Trophy. You can pick them up down there. You can also visit us on our website. Uh, there's a link on there that will take you directly to a page that you can pick out different apparel or accessories. 
and have it delivered or picked up at Star Trophy. Star Sports, excuse me. Yeah. Did they develop your logo or who developed it? We actually had a, a member of our committee that kind of came up with it for us. So we were pretty fortunate to have someone that had that talent. <laughs> oh, yeah? Do they yeah. do that professionally? Yeah, she does. Yep. Oh, well, that helps. Yeah. <laughs> that helps They've worked out well. <laughs> awesome. Do you need uh, board members or anything? Or? Well, we do have a board right now of four. Um, we're looking to add a couple more. So if anybody is interested, they're certainly welcome to reach out to us. You can do it through the website, which is lightofhopemn.org. Um, always looking for more input. You know, any of these big events that we host, we have a big committee. Um, so if you just want to offer help for an event we're taking on you know always want volunteers for this particular event we're looking for volunteers as well to help us set up and tear down and things like that so if there's any interest they can certainly reach out through our website as well so Lonnie, do you have a list of the food trucks um i do so this year we have kilms barbecue coming el rey del taco godfather's kona ice and Wistie's meat market will all be present oh my nice variety it we have a, a great variety. variety. And again, Love we'll it. have games and music, raffle baskets. It's going to be a great event. We're looking forward to the change and the new location. Mm-hmm. Who's providing the music? Well, we do have one band. It's called Joe and the Mechanics, and they come out of the South Metro area. They actually played the last two years at our event. And they're just amazing because, you know, I had reached out to them by fluke. We have um connection in Prior Lake, so sure. I had seen their name in the paper so i called them and i said hey is there any chance you'd like to volunteer your time to come down and play and they they jumped right at it they said great we'll do it they, i mean they have no connection to fairbo whatsoever so for, i thought that was amazing that they would just come down donate their time and then the second year came around i said hey what do you think and they said we'd love to do it again so they're coming for the third year so they're a really good band to have playing and those that have not been down to the fairgrounds to listen to them sing the last two years you got to stop by this year and listen to them uh they are a great band they have wonderful music yeah. And they're going to love that band show. Yeah. Yes. That'll work out really well. Acoustically, it's perfecto. Yes. Yes. It'll be good. Every and group that performs in that band show marvels at the sound. Nice. Good. Nice. Isn't that nice that we've got that asset here? Exactly. And it's so beautifully decorated with the murals on it. It's amazing. And I love the fact that we use it more. True. Yes. By having something like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you guys envision this obviously being a annual event yes oh absolutely yep we do we're excited we're and like i say we're hoping to get a bunch of new people to come you know it was at the fairgrounds which was great over the last 30 years but we want to come more central and in, in town and hopefully maybe people will see it and, and didn't know anything about it before so they'll come and experience it and that's our goal is to get more people involved being understanding of what's going on well and it's also i think a good move to have it in the cooler weather because like you said it got blasted hot sometimes in august Mm -hmm. and uh, a lot of people let's face it that come out are are elderly exactly and you know a lot of those came out really early in the day when the hottest you know and maybe they just weren't comfortable with crowds or you know it was just a better time for them but you just oh it was always a worry seeing them you know that have struggling so this will be a little bit cooler weather you know and then from four to ten it'll be beautiful are you going to have a silent auction like they used to have we aren't doing the silent auction we're doing the raffle baskets instead okay. so it's something similar so people bring um baskets you can donate things that we can add to baskets or you could donate a basket full of stuff and um, we have some really really cool ones right now already starting to show up 
And so we'll have a jar sitting in front of it and you buy raffle tickets and then you put it in the jar of the ones you want to potentially try to win. And then we'll do the drawing and probably around 6.30 or so. I'm not real sure what exa- exactly what time yet, but we'll do the drawing and then, you know, you can win some really fun baskets. These are theme baskets. No, they can be. You know, typically they are, you know, but if we had... People saying, oh, I have if you know, I have this or I have that. I'd like to just give to you. We can incorporate other things with it. You know, we've gotten gift certificates from different businesses. And then we add some things to fluff it up and make it a fun basket to win. Wide variety. So it'll be on tables mm-hmm. somewhere yep. in the park? Yep, yep. It'll be in the, kind of by the bandstand area. And they walk through and buy tickets and try and win. How much are the tickets? Uh, you know, I'm not sure that we decided. Maybe like five bucks or ten bucks. I'm not sure. So... That's still in the works. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. And we still have a lot of things that we're just fine tuning now, and it's but it's it's been a great experience. We have a lot of people that volunteered, and it's been really going over very well. Fantastic! In that September the thirtieth, which is a Saturday, a week from this Saturday, I haven't seen a forecast out that far. Have you looked? No, I haven't. I'm Not gonna, yet. Fingers crossed. Yep. <laughs> well, it's obviously a weather dependent thing. So, is there a rain date if it does rain? No, I think we'll just host it come rain or shine. Unless it's bad weather or something like that. But, you know, we don't want to push it out any further, obviously. We tried to get a little bit earlier in September, but there was conflicts, things going on in the town. So we just had to work around some scheduling issues. But this will be perfect. Who doesn't love a cool night to walk around with a sweatshirt on? And Well, that's true. What are the hours again? From 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. Okay. There's a there's a, a farmer's market. Yes. On yes. that morning. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. They're, they're I believe, from 8 till 2 Something like, something yeah. like that. There's like farmer's market and then there's another one on the other side that um, sells crafts crafts yeah. and Sanders. such. Yep. Yeah. And so they have two different things going there and then we'll be setting up after throughout that. And um, So I would, I would recommend people, not just from Farable, come to this, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're welcome to have anybody come and, and enjoy it. And it's, it'll be a lot of fun. Well, you know, we'll have some speakers, of course, sharing their stories, which is important to understand why we're doing what we're doing. Um so, yeah, it should go out really well. So you're not going to have a honorary person like in the past. This is right. obviously mm-hmm. something different. You're just going to yeah. have an open mic and people can share their stories kind well, of Well, maybe. That might be an idea. We hadn't thought about that yet, but um, we'll see. You know, it's just something we're, we're bringing a lot of what we've done in the past. Right. And tweaking it, adding a few changes here and there, which is, is a you know, change, it's, a, yeah. it's a change to a new foundation, so we need change. But ultimately, having all the little luminaries which we're selling right now, is is amazing. I, I just warms my heart when you're, at, you know, it's dark and you're walking through these luminaries. It's, yeah. wow, heavy. For sure. It was always my favorite part. Yes, I agree. Because I thought of those as souls. Not just a candle in a bag, but souls of these yes. people. True, true, true. You know, of- and we, still, we are still doing that. You know, you can put it in memory of someone and their name or praying for somebody or celebrating somebody. I mean, I've actually had a bunch dropped off where they wanted me to make them just for random, like family, friends, you know, people I don't know, that kind of thing. So it's just, you know, you may not have a specific name, but you can still buy the bag and have it dedicated to people. So it should be very nice. And again, the cool thing, folks, is everything stays local. The Light of Hope Cancer Foundation. Now, if people can't come to the event, but they obviously want to donate. Mm-hmm. They can do that on our website. Light of or, or excuse me, Light of Hope MN dot org. They can make donations. We obviously will accept those. We recently had a memorial set up for someone who had passed away, so they can make donations there In as memory well. Of somebody, you're correct, saying? correct. We do have a PO box nine thirty four 
in Fairbolt. They can mail donations as well or drop them off at the State Bank of Fairbolt or Alana Cancer Center. We're definitely always welcome donations. A lot of this goes to Alina Cancer Center? Well, Amy Selly is located in that office, obviously. And so a lot of her staff, her, all of her staff, for that matter, is helping with this. And so it's kind of another drop-off location. You know, she's selling luminaries there as well. You can drop off raffle items there. You can drop off donations there to go toward the light of hope. But the foundation itself is separate from the Cancer Institute. And it is awesome yes. to have that cancer facility right here in town. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm sure Amy will give a little talk about that that night as well to share with people since it's new for them, um, since their grand opening and such. But um, so I'm sure she'll give a little spiel about that as well. It'll be awesome. September the 30th, hope a lot of people pack Central Park. And you probably have no clue because it's never been done before, right? Nope, this is the first year. We're looking forward to it. Uh, I think we're going to have a great turnout. Is there a goal in mind or not? You know, we didn't really set a goal, you know. Just because it's our first year trying it this way. Um, I don't know that it's necessary to have a goal all the time. You know, I mean, it would be great to have the more the merrier. For sure. But it's, a lot of it is awareness, too. I mean, the money is obviously a key. But just bringing awareness and letting people know that we care. There's people in this town that help, will want to help. So I think that's part of it as well. Light of Hope Cancer Foundation. I saw the signs around Central Park. They're already up. Yep. Yep. We've got yard signs all around. All over town. Yep. And we'll have a, we're going to have a newspaper um, article going in this weekend, I believe. Correct. To help spread the word. We've been doing social media and we've had some posters around town and such. So trying to get the word out. Yeah. Well. Yes, we are on Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. And also just a quick mention too, if you visit our website, you can also sign up for our newsletter, which is a great opportunity to just be informed of, of upcoming events or what's going on. So we're kind of just getting that off off the floor here too, yep. the a newsletter. But at the very least, you're going to get notification as to events that are coming up and what's going on with the foundation. Does it have tips in it? Maybe. Yeah, I think that's what we'll do going forward after this event itself. All of the newsletters have been about this, of course, right now. But going forward, we'll try and do it monthly. Just you know, helpful hints, you know, information, new updates, that sort of thing will be nice. We've had a lot of people sign up recently, which has been extremely great. Wow. So how big is the newsletter? It's just like a one-page email that you get in, in, over the email you know, versus of paper. Like a news blast right now, just giving you information as to the upcoming event and what's going on, what's, who's going to be there. Yeah. Again, that's at Central Park, which is in downtown Faribault. You want to go over the hours again for me, Gail? Or, or? So Saturday, September 30th at Central Park from 4 till 10. 4 in the evening till 10 at night. Sun will be setting about, uh, well, it won't be four, but it'll be. Yeah, we looked it up, and I think the sunset is 7.30-ish or something like that. So we kind of looked that up, trying to decide, but the bags are going to be lit the whole time, which will be kind of nice. Um, the, and a lot of different games going on. So we have some Fetty's Electronics is going to be there with all the lighting and stuff. So I think it's going to be pretty amazing. Central Park's going to be lit up pretty well. Oh, okay. What kind of games are we going to play? I think they have like a ring toss game, kind of like carnival type games is what yeah. I'm understanding. So kids and adults of all ages can do it. So it'll be a lot of fun. I think we have some face painter come in for a little bit. So kind of like a little celebration. You well, know? you, you want to have whole families, right? Exactly. That's you know, and explaining it to the younger generation is key. You know, we found after the, with Relay for Life, we found 
the same people. And it's like we needed to branch out. We need to get the younger generation interested in this and being aware of this. So this is kind of a nice way to do it. Yeah, let's hope the crowd is massive at Central Park. That's right. <laughs> it would be nice if you couldn't fit more people in there. Wouldn't that be great? That would be a great problem to have. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a pretty big park. Yeah, it is really. And then, you know, we're getting a new park down by the viaduct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe that could be a home to this in the future. I don't know. Very well could be. Know. It'll be bigger than Central. Okay. Good. So hopefully you outgrow Central and are forced to move. That would be a wonderful thing. That's my hope, my dream, my desire. So <laughs> good luck on the 30th, ladies. Thank you. And thanks for having us today. Hey, not a problem. Again, this is on September the 30th, which is the end of this month. It's one week from this Saturday at Central Park in downtown Faribault, 4 until 10. 4 until 10. You want to run down the food trucks one more time for me? Uh, we got Kelm's Barbecue, El Rey Del Taco, Godfather's, Kona Ice, and Wistie's Meat Market. Wow. Nobody's going to go away hungry. No, nope, that's for all. sure. I can tell you that. Sounds awesome. Tomorrow, again, on our AM Minnesota show, we're going to have Faribault's Police Chief John Sherwin in studio. And on Friday, our Fire Chief Dusty Deanst will be in studio. Now, I don't remember if he's on before Fire Prevention Week. I don't think so. So I think that's what we're going to talk about primarily on Friday. There was a fire that happened in Cannon Falls earlier this week, displaced a family. And I'm sure we'll touch on that with Dusty. Uh, thank heavens they had a, a firewall between the garage and the home that allowed the family to get out. Nobody got hurt. That's the reason why you have firewalls. And I'm sure we'll talk about that with the fire chief. Might be something you want to check on in your own home, right? I think it's part of code, but still, if you have an old home or something, you might want to check on that. So those are the shows coming up over the next couple of days. Remember, if you can't listen between 9.30 and 10, Radio On Demand is the tab on our KDHLradio.com website. And then there's a list of various programs available.